Good morning, everybody. Lori here from the Growing Globals. Sorry that I haven't been with you for a couple of days, but I am back. Um, suffering from a bit of a super uh, pinch nerve in my shoulder, and many of you have had that. Um, it's quite debilitating. So I am back with why or how did this all start? How did the Growing Globals begin? Um, how does it, maybe maybe you have an idea to do something or change the world, and then how do you go through this process? What happens? Um, are you surrounded with the right people? How are you going to maybe get your children involved in something bigger than themselves? This is truly the root of growing globals, how we can get our children to be, do, and more, to be, do, and have more than they do already, maybe that they can even comprehend, and um, how we can facilitate that as parents. So as if you've been listening, you know that I am a teacher and professor for more than 20 years. And I tell you, teaching has changed and evolved in a lot of ways that are really good in those years, but um, also in ways that are quite alarming. And if you've listened to an earlier podcast, you've heard this story, but um, or this portion of it, where I was out of the classroom doing some consulting for our board for about four years. And in that time, I was, you know, um, working with the ministry and doing my thing. And then when we all came back into the classroom after um, having worked with the ministry and then that um, kind of secondment being over, I went back into the classroom, started teaching my high school classes, and the first day of school was a real eye-opener for me. Now, I am not one that teaches by the book or by a binder. Um, I know the curriculum I have to teach, but I'm very interested in how our students work, what they like, and then kind of building my curriculum around their likes, wants, and needs, and their strengths. And I remember that first day just having this internal conversation with myself saying, what is happening? What am I witnessing? What's going on here? Um, And I didn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't quite know what was happening. And that day, at the end of the day, I went next door to uh, my colleague's room. And I said to her, I'm having this kind of weird day. I I don't know how to explain it. Um, And she's like, Oh, you've noticed it too. And I was like, noticed what? And she said the change in our kids. And I was like, Yes, yes, that is it. That was the change that I was experiencing, but couldn't quite put my finger on. And I was like, I can't, I can't teach the way I taught just four years ago, just four years ago. And um, it was alarming and unsettling to me that even though I, you know, I, after that conversation, I was like, okay. And I drove home and I was still thinking about it. And I came home and we sat down at, to dinner as a family and I was still thinking about it. And then my son went to bed and I was sharing it with my husband and still thinking about it. And I was like, 
How can kids change this much in four short years? But it's happening like at an alarming rate. Now, keep in mind, after teaching for over 20 years, I have seen thousands of children come through my door. And in that time, I have spoken with hundreds of parents. And a lot of times parents struggle with their children. As we all know, I know as soon as my son becomes a a teenager there, we're going to have struggles as well. But how do we... How do we take our children and in the very formative years that we have and in the years that we have them living in in our house and under our roof, how do we change their outlook on life and the world and other people and then that inner strength and, you know, courage and consciousness? How do we do that? And you know, we, we laugh and we say they don't come with a manual. And really and truly, as parents, we are doing the best that we can with what we have at that moment. But in order to be bigger and better and bolder, we have to be a learner, right? So how do we learn how to do this? Well, maybe we pick up a book and we read about you know, how to help our child. Maybe we do what you're doing right now and we plug into a podcast that we listen to about how to raise our child and, you know, how to help them in their journey. Maybe we read articles. Maybe we read blogs. Maybe we talk to our friends who are experts, (laughs) not just our friends who are like neighbors and we're just going to bitch and complain to each other about our kids and then not help them. But how do we go about that? And I really struggled with how can I help these parents raise their children to be better citizens, to love themselves, first and foremost, to really and truly love themselves, and then learn and truly be nice and kind to others. Because I can tell you that high school for some children is torture. Every day they come into a building, um, they have their teachers who are hopefully great guidance and support to them, but then they're surrounded by other kids who may not understand the way they dress, may not understand why they have their hairstyle that way, may not understand why they wear the shoes that they do, may not understand, you know, when they talk or what they say. And then we have that whole bullying aspect to it. And not to say that all children are bullied, but um, there are kids out there who do make it difficult for other children to be in high school. So how can we really change and develop those children? So I, I, when I sat down and I thought about, you know, the Mojo Mama and what I was doing with moms and the massive changes I was seeing in them, I knew in my heart, <clears throat> excuse me, That when I was changing a mom, I was changing a child. In fact, last year at my event, the the motto was change a mom, change a child, serve the world. Because I know that that is the process and the way of how to do this. So if I could make a mom love herself more, find time in her life, reconnect her with her passions, love her body again, 
Um, you know, all of these things, make those tough decisions, not be around the people that are bringing her down or aren't supporting her. I know that that has a direct correlation to their children. I know that. And, but at the root of everything that I was doing with the moms, children were always there, right? It's very hard for me being in an education sector for so long to not truly have children's, excuse me, have their best interests at heart, right? Like they are why I'm here. They are what I have been dealing with for more than 20 years and they are what I do every day. So I thought, okay, so since January, my husband and my son and I have been volunteering in our community. We've been going to the shelter house once a month and we've been, you know, booking it on the calendar. Well, actually our friend Ashley books it on the calendar And then we go with her to do that particular um, volunteering for the month. And is it a lot of work and a big hassle? No, (laughs) right? It's on the calendar. It's non-negotiable. We remind each other and away we go. And I thought, well, we're doing this amazing stuff. And I know it's having a direct response to myself Um, in my heart, in my life, my husband, and my son as well. And I thought, well, how could maybe I incorporate what we're doing and, you know, into how we are raising and changing our children. Now, the problem with this is obviously, the first thing I thought is like, oh, do I start a whole new business? (laughs) Right? And then I wanted to be a part of a charity. And I wanted to have an a really close relationship with the people who own that charity. So as I had mentioned before that we, I had looked into me to we, and there's just no way it's just so big and so uh, crazy that I, I couldn't get, I couldn't have that relationship that I wanted to. Um, But I knew that, you know, Amy uh, raises money to build schools in Kenya with her husband's due and they do a fantastic job and they're incredible people but I never wanted to push what I'm like my agenda and what I wanted to do and to fulfill my dreams and stuff on them. Um, I just wanted to support them in what they were doing. And the kind of the epiphany that I had it was Amy said, you know, um, we have a, a mastermind four times a year. I surround myself with incredible women who are all really out to do more and be more and have their own business and just change the world with Uh, what they're so passionate about. And so Amy, we were sitting there in her living room and I distinctly remember the day and she says, well, I'll help you with everything you need to do to go to Africa. And I was just like blown away. I was like, what? Are you serious? And I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And really still kind of in shock. And my mastermind ladies know this and they have been hearing me talk about you know, this going to Africa or going to a developing country, building a school, wanting to do that. And they finally said, are you going to stop talking about it and start doing it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And I came home from that mastermind and I was driving out to our place on the lake. It's a 40 minute drive. And often I listen to podcasts in the car if I don't have my son with me. And um, my husband and son were already out of the house and I was driving there 
And all of a sudden this, you know, sometimes people talk about this and they have these like downloads, like in, if they're in the middle of Zumba class or yoga or something, <laughs> and um, they have these downloads and all of a sudden the name Growing Globals came to me and I pulled off the side of the highway, I ripped out my phone and I went and bought the website because it was available and I was like, yes. And I don't know if any of you have had this happen, but when you have an idea, and then the next idea comes and you do it. And then the next idea comes and you and you have that happen. Like I was like looking for someone to help me make a, just a simple logo. Not that you really need that to start a business. But and then this woman's name came to me and I reached out and she said, I could do it this week. And I was like, wow, it's like steamrolling and going and all this momentum. And it's so exciting. And... And this is where Growing Global started from a realization one day in a classroom and literally from years of watching children evolve and grow. And um, I really am committed to making their lives better, to changing the way they, they think about themselves and others and being kinder to others and having that that interaction with local people and people who are, aren't as fortunate as us. It's such a beautiful, touching, gorgeous lesson for our children to learn. And I know that when we involve moms and families and dads and parents and aunts and grandparents and uncles and godparents, that we can mold and change our children not change maybe who they are and what they like to do, but show them the path that if these are your strengths and this is what you like to do, here's where you can be a part of this and here's how this can happen. And, you know, it's always my my process or my motto um, to change a child. And then we can go out and we can serve the world. And we are doing this when we start in January on a local basis. So this particular month, actually this coming Sunday, <clears throat> we are filling stockings for children who are less fortunate because as I've mentioned, I believe every child deserves to open something at Christmas. And then in December, we're going to be, I haven't told anybody yet. So if you're listening to the podcast, you get the inside scoop. We're going to be joining um, my grandmother and her fellow roommates, I guess you call them, um, for the month of December. So we'll be going to with our children to her old folks home and partaking in a in a craft or an activity with them. And you should really see their <clears throat> sorry, face light up when those kids walk into the into the room, right? They bring in dogs and one woman brings in a rabbit and all kinds of animals uh, one day for like therapy, but children really do light up their faces and light up the room. Um, <clears throat> so we're really getting all of our ducks in a row. We're getting ready for us to really take this movement to a global scale, not only traveling to Kenya, and giving the gift of education and especially reading, which I love reading and, and I'm a voracious reader, and try and in, install that love of reading to my students and to my son. <clears throat> but we're getting ready to go and ready to launch. 
And I know that when we reach children at their level, their level of strengths, their level of beliefs, their level of desires and wants, they will buy in and they will be better. And we need people to lead them. People like us as parents, people like teachers, people like coaches, people like grandparents, people like family members, friends. They can only grow to the potential that we show them that they have. And that's really what we're doing here with Growing Globals. And we're really excited. And I'm hoping that if you're listening to this podcast, that you are also excited about this and want to be part of what we're doing. And I cannot wait to see you in January. Sign up and be part of our movement. Take care, everybody.